Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm super excited to have today's guest on. Naomi is a sex and relationship coach. She is a expert on all things like Tantra, um, you know, sex, love, all that amazing stuff. And I love having specialists on this podcast to talk about relationships because it's fascinating. Every single person can relate to it. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited to have you on. Thank you so much, Naomi. Yeah, thanks so much also to you, Mimi, for having me on. I'm also feeling super excited to be on your podcast. Yay, I'm so pumped. So obviously we're in a weird time of quarantine and, you know, a lot of people are like stuck at home with their significant others. I'm so curious to know your thoughts on all of this because I've been seeing I don't know if you've been seeing like the memes online where people are like oh like oh my god too much time with my partner it's you know like in a negative way I personally feel like I've been really good at home with Ben because we've just been working really well together um being more introverted but what do you have to think about like you know being in quarantine with a partner and like what kind of big tips do you have if some people are struggling? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely can be a challenge in these um, times with having so much time with your partner. And, um, you know, often in relationships, it's quite nice when you can have some space and then some togetherness time. So, yeah, the, well, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things in, in the Tantra world or conscious relating, relating world that can be super cool to do with your partner. Um, like do it just like saying, okay, we're going to have a conscious um, half an hour date together or something like that. Right. Or an evening date where you can like explore sort of things like eye gazing, breathing together, like really dropping in more into that place of presence together is really nice. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I love to do because, you know, so often when we're with a partner, when we're not always like fully present, you know, like maybe you are doing something and they're doing something. And then that kind of makes your connection a little bit like (laughs) it's not as deep or or fulfilling, but if you create those moments where you can really drop in with each other, this is what will Mm. um, start to cultivate that deep feeling of connection and fulfillment again. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. That's actually so smart. And just for you guys to know, I'm actually going to be booking some sessions with Naomi. She does like obviously the relationship coaching stuff and then also Tantra coaching. Um, Maybe actually for some people that don't even know what Tantra is, maybe we could get into that and kind of dissect that because I personally am super interested in learning more about it. Like I'm, I guess we'll just be open about my sex life here. I think Ben and I have great sex, but there's always, you know, that urge that I have in my, like when I hear about Tantra to try that out, to just see how much deeper it can get. Um, I I mean, (laughs) I'm not deeper. I mean, more like how much like more like spirituality I can get involved in it and how, um, oh my God, I'm just going to stop there. But anyway, (laughs) Naomi, could you let our listeners know 
If they don't know what Tantra is, a bit of background on that, how it kind of relates to spirituality and how we can, uh, you know, deepen your relationship with your partner, not, well, I guess physically, but also spiritually and mentally. (laughs) Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, like just to give a little bit of background, I've been on a Tantra path, um, I don't know. I guess I first found Tantra in like 2002. So it's been quite a while, but like more seriously on a Tantra path since like 2007, I think it was. And um, so Tantra is one of those words that's very hard to describe because, you know, it can be so multidimensional, but, um, and it's not just about sexuality. Like people often think, oh, you know, Tantra is sex and orgies. <laughs> I mean, it can be sex and orgies if that's what um, inspires you. But it's really about how to bring like spirituality in every moment of your life, like how to bring consciousness in. So, you know, to really like bring it down into even like more basic stuff, it could be just things like presence like how present are you for example eating a piece of chocolate and are you able to really like feel that chocolate on your lips and feeling it you know dissolving in your tongue and really smelling it and enjoying it like you know dripping into your like down into your throat right and so Tantra is really that path to really fully enjoy life. And, and you know, when you bring it into relationship and sex and intimacy, just simple things again, like um, being present with the way you touch your partner and also feeling, really feeling the it as they touch you with their hand or something like this, then that can become very orgasmic. Like just, you know, really surrendering into whatever is happening and especially with a partner. Um, and what else can I tell you? Um, I mean, I'm just like, I'm pretty hooked on Tantra. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just from my own experiences of uh, like, you know, profound um, love making experiences where you can really tap into energy and like feeling energy flowing from my body and like so much pleasure and like orgasmic bliss and you know it can really take your sex life to the next level we'll just say that mm-hmm. yeah that's and that's what I was trying to explain before it's like you know we have a great sex life and I I'm like happy with that but I wanted to take it to the next level level and that's why I wanted to chat with you and I'm so happy that our mutual friend put us in touch cuz I find it so fascinating that you know there's this new kind of world that I have never experienced before and you know I I really understand it and like it's all about energy especially with sex it's like you're it's the most intimate thing you can do and you want to be on the same page as your partner and have that really just incredible experience so my question for you um is Naomi like can can tantra work if it's just one sided like what if your partner doesn't even know that you're kind of doing it but what if you are kind of more in line with like your energy and really you know practicing these tantra principles and your partner that isn't like would it still work or just it has to be both people in it do you know what i mean yeah totally um Yes, it can still work if it's one-sided. It's just that it's going to be way better if both of you are into it. I'll just say that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I totally get that. 
Yeah. And when I say like, it can still work if it's one-sided, like for me also, I'm like a, a yoga teacher and I've done a lot of meditation and spiritual practice. So, um, like, you know, it's really kind of like the yoga of sexuality or relation or relating, but like, I can still be in a state of presence myself. Like, even if my partner's not like, I can still cultivate, um, energy pathways in my body, even if my partner doesn't, um, and so I can still experience a lot, for example. Um, but yeah, when your partner's doing that with you, it just takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And for all you ladies listening, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> that are in relationships, um, you know, that listen to this podcast, a lot of the women, they probably have, you know, relationships where the guy may not be as like spiritual or into you know, the whole energy thing as much as us. Cause I, I think as a general blanket statement assumption, more so women are interested in, in this kind of thing from my experience talking to my listeners and all that jazz. So, um, I actually want to just let you guys know that probably anything sex related, your partner <laughs> would be interested in trying out. Like this is my experience. I was telling Ben, cause Ben is very, and I was telling you this, uh, Naomi, when we were on the phone last week, but Ben is very like, Oh, he doesn't really believe in like my whole like manifestation, law of attraction, energy stuff that I'm interested in. And when I mentioned that I want to be trying this with like the sex thing, he was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. You know? So it's like, don't, don't be nervous to ask your partner if they'd be interested in trying this out because from a general point of view um from my experience <laughs> if when it comes to sex like men are pretty easy they're like okay right, if it means that we're gonna try this out like for sure from from my experience so um I don't, I don't think people should be nervous about that but how would you suggest Naomi um a woman like present this to her boyfriend that doesn't really understand the whole concept of you know, energy, vibrational matching and all that jazz. Hey guys, before we get Naomi to respond to that question, I want to pop on here quickly and let you know about today's sponsor, Grammarly. You guys, whether you're communicating with your team online or working on a project or just sending any kind of email, Grammarly is the digital writing tool that you can always rely on to get your message across clearly and effectively. Grammarly works across multiple platforms like Gmail, Google Docs, Slack, so many of them. There is so much more to writing well than catching spelling mistakes. Grammarly can actually help you write confidently no matter where you are. So I have used Grammarly Premium um, in my emails and I always feel like it gives me that confidence when I'm writing business emails just to make sure that my punctuation and my writing is all correct. The worst thing ever is coming across maybe as a little bit silly or not professional and I never want that in business. So I use Grammarly every single day with my emails and um, I really like how it gives you an overall writing score and suggestions. So it really just checks in with you and uh, lets you know how you're doing with all your grammar and spelling. Um, so it's actually really easy to use, which is kind of shocking. You'd think, oh, I'm so used to what I'm already doing, but it's just a little add-on that you can add into all your tech and it's super easy to use. And you know, it's a great tool to have up your sleeve. It's really helped me, like I said, with business emails. So I highly recommend it. Um, so 
Guys, Grammarly Premium helps you write like a pro and it gives you advanced real-time feedback. So if you're ready to level up your writing for work, school, or any personal project, this is for you. Premium features are advanced suggestions on grammar, punctuation, sentence structure, and style. It's actually a perfect writing tool for anyone that wants to stand out with every single word and make sure they always sound super duper professional. So get 20% off of your Grammarly Premium when you sign up at grammarly.com forward slash Mimi. That is 20% off Grammarly Premium at Grammarly.com forward slash Mimi, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash Mimi, M-I-M-I. All right, now let's get back to today's episode. But how would you suggest, Naomi, um, a woman like present this to her boyfriend that doesn't really understand the whole concept of, you know, energy, vibrational matching and all that jazz? Yeah, well, I think you hit it on the head, um, Mimi, with just like men are often very uh, seduced by the idea of sex. So (laughs) if you kind of present it like, hey, do you want to try like a whole new way of having sex? That's probably going to be very appealing to your partner than if you're like, hey, do you want to get all spiritual with me and, um, (laughs) you know, explore kind of like, um, you know, spiritual and energy, things like that. It may not be as appealing unless um, they are energetically um, erotic. So there's like these erotic blueprints, which is like energetic, sensual, um, kinky, sexual, and shapeshifter. So if your partner is kind of energetically inclined, they might get turned on by the idea of energy play, right? But if not, you probably want to play with whatever is their erotic turn on. So if they're kinky, you could be like, oh, you know, like, what about if we do this really taboo thing called Tantra, you know, like you could kind of play on whatever is their erotic turn on or like, yeah, like a new sex play would be um, connected, uh, connected to like a sexual person. Like, yeah, we can get, you know, naked and, <laughs> you know, do this whole mm-hmm. new way of having sex. Right. So that's good to mm-hmm. understand with your partner, what really turns them on and then to kind of work mm-hmm. with that as a way mm-hmm. to, um, inspire them to get on the tantra path and then like often what happens is um you know once people try it out then they're like oh this is quite good like even things like on the tantra path we talk about um non-ejaculation right and um mm-hmm. and- let's talk about this yes yeah yeah and so a lot of men suffer from performance anxiety, ejaculation control, like not being able to get hard, things like that. But see, this is also why it's good with um, working with the Tantra stuff because it teaches men how to non-ejaculate. And then this helps them to feel mastery over their sexuality. And it doesn't mean that they don't always have to non-ejaculate, but it's good to kind of master that and then they can choose. But then that's also, um, it's also wonderful because it means they can last longer. And uh, that that can be great for a lot of us women, maybe not all of us, but um, because a lot of women take a little bit longer to warm up, to get turned on. And um, yeah, so if they can master that, that's really, really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So I was actually asking you about this when we had our call last week, um, but just for people listening that have never heard of um, you know, the non-ejaculation thing for men, what are the benefits of men not ejaculating and and how, like, maybe let's just explain from like a basic point of view, like how this concept can benefit men and 
you know, because I know when we were chatting, it was just such an interesting topic. You were like, yeah, like a lot of my clients, I'll teach them how to like, you know, even, you know, touch themselves and masturbate and then just not ejaculate and how that can help with, you know, reserving their energy and their, their control and all that stuff. Like maybe let's just get into that a little bit deeper. Cause I think a lot of people probably haven't even heard of this concept and always think that when you're masturbating or having sex, there's always that end goal of finishing. Yeah. And you know, this is the other pieces that we're often programmed a lot by things like porn and, um, you know, like what is being given out by the media. So we're not always in our authentic sexual expression. So uh, when a man is learning how to non-ejaculate, it's really powerful because um, you can learn to circulate that pleasure through their whole body, for example, rather than it just being stuck in their penis. And by non-ejaculating, it actually, um, they'll they'll often, um, that, that energy can then go more into purpose and um, things like that, that like they're really designed, but also sexual empowerment, like, and it actually can solve issues like, you know, ejaculating too quickly, um, like not being able to get say hard because you're building the sexual vitality, I could say like, it's like, yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing. There's like a whole lot more we could go into it, but I'll just say like from my past boyfriends like the ones that have learned how to do it like often initially they're kind of like oh why would I want to do this you know like this is so weird and like I like ejaculating (laughs) but then with time a lot of them will be starting to say things like oh my gosh this is so good I feel so much more connected like it actually creates more of a connection with them and you too that's the other beautiful Mm. thing um, but yeah, they'll often feel so much more connected. They feel empowered and generally they feel so much more fulfilled inside themselves. So it's quite an interesting dance, but generally if they get through that initial, like, ah, oh, oh, I can't handle this, they'll often be much more fulfilled. So that's mm-hmm. just what I've noticed from past partners. And then how often would you recommend people or men don't, don't ejaculate versus do ejaculate like what's that kind of ratio so it depends on the guy like if a guy is very vital and he like can ejaculate and then immediately get hard again and you know things like that then he could probably he doesn't need to do it so often but if a man like you know he ejaculates and then he can't get hard for like another 24 hours then it's quite good for that type of guy to um to practice more yeah so it depends on yeah really your vitality because that's the other thing as men get older they uh start to often lose their erections more and um yeah so it's like and they're not as vital so it's actually a really good practice to learn while they're young so that you know as their sex sexuality drive drops they can still keep a lot of energy, that sexual energy up by just practicing non-ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So d- is it the same for women that you recommend? Um, kind of like having sex or touching yourself and then not finishing or it's mostly for men? Like you mean having an orgasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's a bit different for women. Like in the tantra school that I was at uh, in Thailand for about five years, they would be like, okay, no, woman, you have as many orgasms as you want. Like learn all the different kinds of orgasm, like have clitoral orgasm, have vaginal orgasms, you know, G-spot, da-da-da-da, clitoral uh, cervical (laughs) so they would be really encouraging us to have as many orgasms as possible but I have also um some schools will also encourage having a period of non-orgasming for um a while like maybe a month or something just to kind of explore how it is and Mm -hmm. like I actually think it's kind of fun to play with that a little bit like to really explore your orgasmic potential as a woman. Like that's another thing that Tantra and Tantra can give you, but also to have periods where you uh, abstain abstain from it because it can really build desire and it can like activate different energy pathways and turn on. Like you could get super turned on just by touch and have like an energetic orgasm, for example, because you're not always going for like the clitoral kind of thing. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. So like you were just mentioning, like how many different types of orgasms can women experience? Because to be totally blunt, I've only experienced one and that's clitoral and I've never experienced anything else. Yeah. Well, and this, uh, like, so there's like a few different thoughts on this, but like say some of the main ones that, um, I've learned is like, um, clitoral, uh, vaginal, g-spot um cervical there's like they they say urinary tract orgasm and the anal orgasm and um so those are kind of like the more like body ones but then there's also like energy orgasm which is doesn't have to be just linked to the genitals um like you're gonna breast orgasms like nipple orgasms that's so interesting. That's and that that's a lot of energy work, right? Like that's how do you do you, is it all really mental that you need to really just like focus on it or how do you kind of achieve one of those types of orgasm? Yeah, so this is my take on it as I sometimes think like get out of this idea of like I must achieve this kind of orgasm. Um but more get into like how can I increase pleasure in my body? And like really like that comes from really surrendering and getting into your senses and um things like that because I often like there's a lot of women that actually can't orgasm like so it can make them seriously yeah and it can make you feel like you're not you know that there's something wrong with you that you're um Mm -hmm. that you're not good enough or something like that but the thing is we all have that potential. It's just kind of like linking our brain with different parts of our body. And like that's why I say like really focus on pleasure to begin with. If um, And then like obviously understanding like if you did want to say have like a, um, like a G-spot orgasm or vagina orgasm, it does help to learn some techniques. But a lot of um, these other kind of orgasms too, like a full body orgasm, multiple orgasms, it does come from like tuning into energy and learning how to move your sexual energy throughout your body. Mm. Do do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's so interesting. And I fully, you know, I fully believe in all of the energy stuff. And it's funny because, um, you know, our mutual friend that put us in touch, I won't say any names, but he was telling Ben and I um, when he came over for dinner a, a few months ago, um, he was like, yeah, like this whole Tantra thing really works. Like he told me that once, like 
he was doing it on someone and he wasn't even touching her. And she was like having an orgasm when he was like, just like hovering his hands over her basically like that sounds wild to me. What could you say about that? Yeah. So there's this thing called energy orgasm. And uh, yeah, that sounds, I mean, I obviously I, I like, I, I think I know the situation our mutual friend is talking about there, but cause I have a friend that teaches it and I've done like tons of his workshops and um, yeah. So like, like from what I've, I've like kind of experienced around it is like, it does help for your energy body to be open. And like, for me, my energy body opened a lot more when I started to do a lot of Kundalini yoga, like it really helped to open up the energy in my body, but not, you know, and then beyond that, I've like the yoga I used to study Tantra yoga was also working with energy. Um, and then I've done Qigong, things like that, which also opens up energy in your body. But, um, yeah, like you totally can do that. Like you could, uh, you can also try, if you're pretty good at transmitting energy, like say you've studied Reiki and things like that, you can totally activate someone's, um, energy body and, uh, it, it can activate that energetic orgasm, which is, is a very fascinating phenomena. Like your whole body kind of shakes and, you know, uh, you can, it's like a bit more of an expansive, like kind of, um, spiritual experience, I would say. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking as well. Like it really just relates to your spirituality and just being in tune with yourself, like on such a deep level. Um, so that's super interesting. And yeah, that that's just I, I feel like it'll take practice, I think at least for me to kind of like really understand how this all works with my body. What are some of like, do you have any kind of more basic Tantra starter kind of tips that the audience could potentially integrate into their sex lives and work on with their partners? I know at the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned like just breath work and like breathing kind of in unison and just eye gazing and, and, and that kind of stuff. But what else would you recommend for kind of beginners in this kind of area? Yeah, totally. Well, I just want to also preface that you can do like solo tantra practices and you can do them with your partner, right? So like a solo um, tantra practice would be things like um, learning about energy and how to move it within your body, like, and also learning, like um, doing things like the jade egg practice, which is uh, you squeeze the jade egg inside your vagina or yoni, as we like to say in Tantra, um, to increase um, more sensitivity in this area. And there's a whole bunch of other practices that I'd also recommend. But you could, like on a, just a plain solo level, you can practice by just squeezing your vaginal muscles. Like your ke- like if anyone's heard of Kegels, doing Kegels is a re- it's basically the same thing. But doing that kind of thing is very good to start to bring more blood flow into this area. And if you're a guy, like you can also practice the kind of Kegel thing as well. Like of like, not like when you're about to pee, like in the toilet, like stopping your pee midstream and then also starting to work with breath. Like that's another thing. Breath, sound and movement are like three sort of principal things in Tantra. So that can be done by yourself to increase pleasure. But if you're doing it like, you know, really connecting to your breath and breathing into your sexual turn on and moving that through your body. And really allowing mm. the sound and like move your body in whatever way you want to, right? Without trying to control it, but also with a partner, you can do those things in lovemaking. And then basic tantric practices you can do with a partner is 
as I was mentioning earlier and you mentioned just now was is eye gazing eye gazing is like so beautiful to do with a partner like even if you just do a couple of minutes together and um can help to look into the left eye because that's our receptive eye if you're looking into the eyes of your partner and mm. synchronizing your breaths. So if you synchronize your breaths, it actually creates connection beyond the mind. And this can help you to feel very connected and also kind of take you into almost like a slight trance-like state together. Um, so that's also nice. And and what maybe while you're eye gazing, breathing together for a few minutes, um, you could also start to connect into your heart and really like send each other love through your hearts together Mm -hmm. um one other breath practice that can be quite nice is just an alternate breath breath where you say one of you will exhale and the other one will inhale and then you switch so they ex Mm -hmm. and you exhale kind of thing so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's so cool yeah and then when it comes to foreplay what like i because i feel like a foreplay is super important with this obviously it's the whole point of it is being intentional from what I'm gathering and you know not rushing into things so what do you recommend with that like what has really worked for some of your clients when it comes to intense intensely energetic I guess foreplay right so like yeah so the energetic uh type usually is turned on by um anticipation and Mm -hmm. uh, and like like an energetic like also like more like a lighter touch so um so that would be kind of the focus you'd want to go if you're sort of like you know starting to explore a more energetic level um which means that you kind of have to be aware of how you build the energy with your partner right so like you know maybe very like slight softly like maybe starting with a massage can be really nice and it also mm-hmm. helps out of your head. But then you could explore different types of touch, like firm touch and um, more lighter touch, maybe some slight scratching, things like that, Like on a, and depending on what your level of pain or kinkiness is, you can kind of explore that. Um, but also like little things, like say you were doing a touch, you might gently run your hands up, say, the insides of the thighs and kind of get close to the genitals but not, actually touch the genitals do you know what I mean Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. like also just like any erogenous zones like really exploring the erogenous erogenous zones really turning them on to really build that energy and desire with your partner Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that's so true and how okay I know this is different for everyone but what like how often should couples be having sex in your opinion And just before we get into that, I want to let you know a little bit about today's other sponsor, Noom. You guys, Noom adjusts your lifestyle. It's an app that teaches you the psychology behind the decisions that you make, and they help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to basically analyzing your diet and recommending healthy stuff for you to eat. Noom is a healthy lifestyle platform. It connects you with personally assigned goal specialists and a community of other Noomers. So I love tracking my steps. You can do that on Noom as well. 
Feeling good isn't just about weight loss. It can literally just be, you know, having more energy, feeling confident in clothing, having better self-care. I personally feel like I'm just a better human when I'm feeling healthy and Noom can really help you guys achieve that. It tells you the why you do certain things, which is, I think is super important. Um, and it just helps you just become aware of your habits and thoughts. So I really like Noom because you can integrate it into your day-to-day -day life. It literally just takes 10 minutes a day. It's very convenient as an app and as a program. You can log your food, it's super flexible. So Noom is the habit changing solution that teaches you why you do the things that you do. It empowers you with the tools that you need to break bad habits and replace them. Noom's not a diet, it's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. And as I mentioned, you can log your food in there and it actually has a very accurate food database available. So it lets you track all of that. So you guys, if you wanna try out Noom, make sure that you go to noom.com forward slash Mimi. That is n-o-o-m.com forward slash Mimi. You can sign up for your trial today at Noom which is noom.com forward slash Mimi. What do you have to lose, you guys? Just go visit noom forward slash Mimi to start your trial today. Lastly, that is noom.com forward slash Mimi. Go check it out and let's get back to the episode. What, like how often should couples be having sex in your opinion? Yeah, so I guess that de depends on the couple because some couples um, and also your sex drives, like I think like an, average might be something like three times a week but um if the energy is there and there's the desire is here there like I would just flow with that like if you're feeling super turned on together why not have sex every day you know but um I th I would say more so it's better to focus on quality rather than quantity um so like what creates quality sex right like for you. So it could be that you're having sex for several hours rather than like, you know, cause you could have sex a lot, but you might only have sex for like five minutes. Right. But what about like having really amazing sex with full play included for several hours, you know, once a week, um, or, you know, and it also will depend on what's going on in your life. Like I know you're quite busy Mimi with everything you do. Mm -hmm. So you may not have time to spend many hours, but maybe like once a week you could really have an amazing, like, sort of date night focusing on that together and then perhaps at other times you could have little moments of connection um in different ways like it could even be sexually or intimately mm -hmm. yeah, so I think, nice. yeah i think yeah i i think what i was gonna say is um i think this this exploring this whole world is on a personal note going to be really interesting for me and i'm excited to do our sessions together because Honestly, as I was telling you on the phone, like earlier, I, I'm more of like a, all right, I want to do a quickie and get it done fast. Cause I have so much other shit to do. Like I love just quickies <laughs> and I feel like I'm not tapping into that potential, really beautiful experience as often because of that. Um, and then when I'm stressed, I have zero libido and I need to work on like, I guess, well, these days I haven't been so stressed, but like when I'm, when there's a lot going on with work and craziness, like that's something that I definitely am not balanced with Ben about because he can do it every single day, anytime, anywhere, like in his actual stress coping method, um, has been like, Oh, like, you know, 
let's just have sex to like de-stress. And I'm just like, no, I'm too stressed. I'm like a desert. (laughs) So definitely need to work on that. But that's why I think this is going to be really helpful and interesting. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it is also good to be aware of what, you know, what's going on in your life and stress differently can affect affect your sex drive. Um, And, you know, it's like in those situations, it's almost like you really need to be able to drop into your feminine, like, um, and get some, like, when I say feminine, I mean, like, drop more into a space of being rather than doing. Like, that can often um, create, like, turn on, like, when you're more relaxed. Yeah. Like have a bath and, you know, mm-hmm. give yourself some pampering, get a massage. Maybe your partner needs to give you a massage first and then you might start to get turned on again, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That actually makes so much sense because when I'm in my stress mode, I am not in my feminine mode. I'm in my like masculine alpha male mode where I'm like stressed about business or this or that. And it's definitely, I don't feel feminine when I'm in that mode. So you're so right. Doing things that bring me back to that feminine. I, whenever I'm turned on, it's because I'm in my feminine, right? And that I've noticed. So what you just said there makes so much sense for me. Yeah, totally. And that's, you know, it's, it sounds like you've got a lot of, you know, some awareness there around what's your feminine and um, and what's your masculine. And that's also another thing that is super interesting to explore in this path of um, relating is what is your inner masculine and feminine and when you're in your masculine and when you're in your feminine and how in certain situations, like, okay, maybe I need to like drop more into my feminine now because maybe your partner's super in their masculine and if you're in your masculine and they're in their masculine that can cause you both to fight because you're like well I want to direct and they're like no I want to direct right so it can be this Mm -hmm. dance if you can learn that like you'll know when the right time is to be like okay if I drop into feminine now that will actually balance out (laughs) their masculine and so on or sometimes you need to get into the masculine they need to drop into their feminine like so it can be super cool to explore that. And then when you're aware of that, you can give yourself what you need uh, mm-hmm. and be what, um, be both, you know? So I think that's also super fun to explore within ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is such an interesting conversation. So a lot of people listening, I want to bring it back to the listeners because I'm just trying to think of like what potential situations they might be in and why they're listening and, and you know, seeking interest in this kind of thing. Um, what kind of advice from like a blanket statement point of view would you give to, let's say, a woman in her in her mid-20s that's been in a, you know, in a relationship for a while now and she's looking to spice it up, what if, and I know we've already kind of gone through the main um, starter points with Tantra, but like from like a, even like a relationship coach point of view, how would you, or what kind of advice would you give to someone that wants to just take their relationship to the next level, sexually, emotionally, in every single way? What are some of the top kind of relationship principles that you've really you know, seen to be so effective. Yeah. Well, one of them is having a date night once a week and um, like getting super creative with your date nights. So like, and when I say date night, it's having a, like a time where you're both fully like where I'm dropping in fully with you on this night. And like, 
I know like a lot of people like, yeah, we're going out all the time. It's kind of like we're having dates or we're, you know, we're not really having that quality time. But a a date at night is where it could be like 24 hours of like, I'm totally devoted to my connection with you. So it's really important to work your love muscle in a relationship. Like we often, a lot of us don't even think that we need to do that, but like beautiful little things, like what are three things that you feel grateful for with your partner today? And maybe telling them that each day, right. Um, can be a really good way to help create, um, connection. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, yeah. Like I also think like, um, do, like, trying new experiences together can be a really great way to keep the energy alive. And it can Mm -hmm. be exploring new ways of being sexual and, you know, doing your own research on that and, um, you know, really kind of, uh, yeah. So you're putting energy, basically you're putting energy into your sexuality. You're putting energy into your heart, like love connection. Um, and also looking at ways that, uh, you can, align I would say in what things most um turn you on like maybe a a vision of a greater like a project together you know or or a holiday Mm -hmm. something like that but just having something where you're both looking forward to to something is also really powerful Mm -hmm. I mean that's a great tips yeah and there's probably a lot more I could tell you um (laughs) but yeah it's yeah the most important thing is make sure you keep working on your relationship. Don't let it atrophy, I would say. Yeah, 100%. That's just such a great episode. Honestly, Naomi, thank you so much for coming on. Like this has just been so interesting to talk about. And the whole podcast, as I was telling you earlier, it's all about just living your best life and being great in every area of your life. And on the podcast, we often talk about health, relationships, business, all that good stuff. But talking about sex isn't something that we do that often. So it's just, you know, it's great to great to chat about this. And it is important. And it really is, you know, something that every person in a relationship does, and it needs to be spoken about more. So I'm a true believer that, you know, it's great talking about it openly. Um, so where, where can everyone find you on social media or your website? And, uh, I know you offer like online sessions if they're interested, that's what I'm going to be doing with you in the future. So maybe you just tell everybody where they can find you and connect with you further. Yeah, totally. So you can find me, uh, on my website, which is Naomi, N-A-O-M-I, Prema, P-R-E-M-A, Davy, D-E-V-I.com. So Naomi Davy.com. Like my website's kind of the hub of showing whatever events I have coming up. And because I do, I was doing um, like in-person events until coronavirus happened and also doing coaching. Uh, so I'm kind of shifting some of my offerings online. Like I, um, I do like conscious speed dating is one of the things I was doing live before but I'm maybe seeing if I can do that online too and uh also you know tantra events and I do tantric pujas which is kind of like a tantra ritual that is super fun to do in in person but maybe also try that online um but the coaching yeah that can be done um virtually through zoom and um coach like couples and singles like because even in relationship you know you need to work on yourself to make your 
self even better in relationship, right? So kind of if you both work on yourselves and come together, that's going to be amazing. But on Facebook, you can find me like on Naomi Premadevi. If you look up Naomi Premadevi, you can find me there. And on Instagram, it's also Naomi Premadevi. So if you just look up those words, you should be able to find me on Instagram, Facebook, and my website. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on again. And I think everyone's going to love you. I'm super, super excited to release this episode. Oh, well, thank you so much, Mimi. It's been super cool to be on your podcast and sending you so much love and, and also so much love to everyone out there who's your audience.